Apple's working on a 15-inch MacBook that could launch sometime in 2023. And that's according to supply chain exfiltrators Ross Young and Guomingqi. But are they really? Because Ross says it'll be 15.2 inches or slightly smaller than the 15.4 inch displays on Apple's older pre-16 inch MacBooks Pro. And Guo, very much riffing off Ross, predicted that it could go into production fourth quarter of 2023. In other words, end of next year. And that the goal was to use the same 30 watt power supply as the current MacBook Air, but that it might not be branded Air at all. And this is all very much in stark contrast to what Mark Gurman of Bloomberg reported a year ago, that Apple was indeed exploring a 15-inch MacBook Air, but ultimately decided not to go forward with it, not to push it into production, at least not back then. And I'm going to go through all the reasons for that discrepancy. So hit the subscribe button for an emoji cookie or three, and let's break it down. Starting with the 13-inch MacBook Air, which Ross said would be going from 13.3 to 13.6 inches in the next redesign. And if true, that actually kind of sort of bums me out because like some of you, I all caps loved, I loved the really small MacBooks and Airs of previous generations. And I was seriously kind of high key hoping Apple would use this next big redesign to cut the bezels and the casing size rather than increase the display size, at least on the most ultra portable end of the product line. And I realize, I totally realize that that has precisely zero basis in recent history where the 11 inch iPad Pro got a bigger display and the 12.9 inch one got the smaller casing or both MacBooks Pro got bigger displays, but the Mac nerd heart wants what the Mac nerd heart wants and going bigger on the Pro displays could be a real opportunity to go smaller on the non-pro casings. Just saying. 15.2 being ever so slightly smaller than 15.4, combined with the ongoing Thanos snapping of every bezel Apple can seemingly get their redesign gauntlet on, means a 15-inch MacBook wouldn't just be lighter than the old 15-inch Pro, but smaller as well and by a good amount. And when you combine all that with reports of a bigger iPhone 14 non-Pro Max, it would show Apple finally decoupling bigger displays from pro-level products and pricing, which just Cleo Abrams level huge, if true. Because currently on everything but Apple Watch, they are just very much British style sitcom coupling. The only bigger iPhone is the 6.7 inch Pro Max. The only bigger iPad is the 12.9 inch Pro. The only bigger MacBook is the 16 inch Pro. The only bigger iMac is, oh yeah. Damn. But if we get a 6.7 inch iPhone non-Pro Max, just Max, then that flips the tables, the giant Apple retail tables on the whole entire product story. Because if you just want or need a bigger display for any reason, from web app productivity to visual accessibility, you'll be able to get it without the pro level performance, sure, but also without the pro level weight and pricing that comes from all that performance. And since the MacBook Pros have already gotten their nostalgia chunk back with the last redesign, instead of trying to go as light and thin as air like the one before, it opens up a ton, well, not a ton, more like a pound, but a lot of room for differentiation based only on the weight, not just the size anymore. And as to bezels and yeah, notches, I think for the 13 inch going white, like the recent 24 inch M1 iMac makes all the kind of sense in the world that does, especially given the old colorful iBooks and the whole retro future chic Apple's been vibing for the last few years now. For the 15 inch, I think it really depends on whether they're targeting the exact same colorful consumer market 
or a slightly more serious premium, if not pro market. So that could go either way. Same thing for the notch, but like I've said repeatedly, I'll trade a bump or a notch for a better camera in a heartbeat. It's not even close. And that hasn't changed because a notch might be a splinter in my eye, but a bad camera, a 720p as in potato bad camera, would be a splinter in everyone else's eye, everyone who's looking at me through that camera forever. But you tell me what you want them to do. Why though? Why Ross and Guo yes and German no? Well, last year versus this year, then versus now, but actually for exactly the reasons I outlined in my iMac Pro video from earlier this week, link in the description right below the like button. Apple's been studying our reactions to the first wave of M1 based Apple Silicon Macs and not just the comments, but how we're actually voting with our wallets. They're looking at what the overlaps are, what choices are being made, what gaps still exist so they can cover the most customer needs as possible now and emerging with as few products as possible because that's just how Apple rolls. And right now there's a 13 inch M1 MacBook Air and the step up from that is the 13 inch M1 MacBook Pro for people who either just really want that pro name for a pro flex or who want a fan for longer sustained performance or sure a touch bar, but maybe just maybe a 15 inch air or whatever the branding ends up being would be an even better step up for even more people, not between the thousand dollar air and the $2,000 pro because the redesigned 13 inch air would probably be back up to 1100 or 1200 for at least the first year or couple, but still between that and the $2,000 Pro. So call it maybe $1,600 instead of $1,500 for at least the first year or couple. Me personally, if I got to run God mode over at Apple, this is a lineup I would absolutely love for them to go with. 13.3 inch MacBook, same physical size as the old 12 inch MacBook, but with the bigger bezel snapped screen. And then on top of that, the 15.2 inch MacBook, both ultra light and fanless with the bigger size allowing for bigger battery to compensate for bigger display, that and hopefully better efficiency for the A15 based M2, or who knows, by then the A16 based M3, then 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pro. Basically exactly what we have now because they just got their big redesigns and they are aces both. And I know, I know, I can hear some of you already yelling at your screen, screw smaller, go big or go iPad, and you want your Kaiju class back, the return of the battleship, an 18 inch MacBook Pro, the size of the old 17 inch with all the ports, all the ports of a Mac Studio and just about as portable too with M1 Ultra under the hood. And so what if that burns down to the Earth's core? I'm just not sure there's a market as big as that MacBook, not one that even Tim Cook's pivot tables could tell, but I have some ideas. So let me know if you want a video on that in the comments below. Otherwise, that's it. Four MacBooks, two ultra portable, two ultra performance, two sizes of each. And yes, that math totally makes sense. But if you want to check up on it or just get involved in all the underlying tech behind all of this, check out the logic, math, algorithms, neural network, and machine learning courses on today's sponsor, Brilliant. Basically, everything that the next generation of all of this from silicon to software to, yes, market analysis is going to be built on but also science and computer science, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, and so much more. Because Brilliant is the online interactive STEM learning platform with a growing catalog of courses specifically crafted to help you learn concepts by working through them yourself in visual, hands-on ways 
and all the lessons are thoughtfully broken up into little bite-sized pieces so you can learn at your own pace. No pressure, no rush, just you do you. For example, have you ever wanted to learn to code, but you were just put off by all the overly complicated traditional computer programming courses? Well, Brilliant has actual, fun, interactive challenges that let you shift around blocks of pseudocode, receive immediate feedback, and get results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but the whole entire time, you're actually learning how algorithms work. And once you know that, coding becomes way less intimidating and way more accessible. Because here's the thing, here's the secret. Everyone, absolutely everyone starts somewhere. And you can get started right now, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash or click the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Just click that button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Clicking on that button just really helps out the channel. And so does hitting up this playlist for way more on the next wave of Macs, M2, M3, and beyond. All the reports, all the details, all the context that really is so important, all for you. So just hit up that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.